What is up, everyone? My name is Kyle. I am with Danny. This is Edited Truth, and we just ate a Funyun flavored ruffle. Danny, give me your quick review. Um, it was the, the sour cream and onion chips, and that's that's it. With a with a little bit of saltier taste, I guess. Yeah, a yeah, saltier, right? a little bit, a little bit. I feel a head. little bit, but you get that r- overwhelming ruffle potato flavor that pretty much takes away from any of the whatever salt concoction they put on there. Oh, yeah. You're hitting hit so, hard with onion instantly. You're like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. You do get the onion. Mm-hmm. I will say you will get some onion. But other than that, you get potato and nothing more is for it, the most part. It's nothing like a barbecue. A barbecue, you actually get a well-rounded flavor. Yeah, Even though I'm not chip, a big yeah. Ruffles barbecue fan, it does, it does work really well. It, it's well-rounded. You get that spice. Mm-hmm. You get that sweetness. You get that potato. It's good. Um, it's a good balance. This is like a, a joke. They tricked you. Yeah. They just because they're like they're just, they wanted to sell more of their sour cream and onion yeah. chips, and they wanted to trick people into buying them because no one was buying the old ones. It, so they did a false rebrand, maybe. I guess. I no, guess there had to be something going on here. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. I'm like, why would you just not call it sour cream and onion? True. True. <laughs> Uh, but we got a lot to bring you. We got some cringe videos. We got some news to bring you. We also got some good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk a little Boulder's Gate and some uh, yeah. tech YouTube drama oh, as wow. well. But yeah. let's start it off, as always, with our cringe videos. Cringe. All right, you ready for this, Danny? As much as I could be in this moment in my life. Which one should I search? How how should we do this? All right, we're going to go. Have you ever heard of. No, we'll leave Dan. Okay, okay. We'll start off. We'll start off. (laughs) You're so excited to torment me. All right, we'll start off easy. All right, all right. We're going to ease into the cringe. Is that a thing? All right. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Oh, I always do that, don't I? Here we go. Oh, no. Oh no, I already know it. Oh no. Explain, explain what's happening, Danny. These two gentlemen who are, are paraplegics in electric chairs are fighting each other in, in almost like a way that makes me concerned that one of them is like dying. That guy looks like he's having a heart attack. Yeah. And then now the cops are here. That's great. And that's dangerous because now it's gasoline. <laughs> I love it. Oh no. I love it. Uh- <laughs> oh man. All right, all right, a nice, you know, it's a little warm. Guy on the left did look like he was like yeah, his heart he was, was going out at the he end. Was, like he, he was staring through the guy. He wasn't yeah, staring at him. He was him swinging really at wide all. at the end there, like at he was all. almost flailing. Like I, no one cares. <laughs> they just kept filming it. Okay, oh, there's your crazy. Uh, <laughs> you should be able to start simple. <laughs> this is simple. You are this easy is to do simple. it. Simple. All right, this all right. Is, I'm, I'm okay, right okay. now. I'm What's sorry. gonna? I'm sorry. Next level. We're only going up from here. You know, in uh, My Hero Academia anime, sure. uh, there's a character called Best Jinzu. He controls, like, uh, fibers, right? And he wears, yeah. his costume is all jeans. Sure. <laughs> so let's check this guy out. You ready for this? You ready for this? I just, I was setting up, I was setting up the situation because I knew you didn't watch My Hero Academia. So I, I wanted to set up the situation with the jeans. You can't set that up. This no. Okay, <laughs> so whatever. Let's keep going. You ready? You ready? 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 All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me turn this down so we don't get sued. There you go. 
You like Oh no, the <laughs> oh, jeans just get look taller. Look at the jeans. High. Look at that. The jeans look at are that. up to his eyes. I know. No, it goes high. So this is there's jeans a, there is a my hero academia character who just okay. does. That's his get up. Uh, uh, what it, best uh, jeans? Yeah. Be- that's what his name right, is. I think best uh, jeans. Ch- <sighs> These my hero academia characters are beyond. Oh, sorry, best jeansist. Uh, oh yeah. no. See, no. And he can control the fibers. So if you're wearing clothes, no. he could just like strangle, like constrict them and yeah, just choke yeah, you to death. Yeah. But the design is amazing. No, hey, look it's at not. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> amazing is a word you can't bring here. Look Absurd. At that. Canada shocking. would be proud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you told me he was a Canadian superhero, Denim Dan. Denim oh, it's good. That's what Denim Dan would look like if yeah, you could see so, him in person. Uh, Good stuff. They're Good like trying stuff. to be Look One Punch Man, it feels. <laughs> but they're not like doing it right. That guy is doing uh, a great job of cosplaying. Uh, it's not bad, right? I, I do like he's the got soundtrack. Them jeans. He's got them boots. <laughs> Doesn't have the boots with the fur, but he's got Does the not jeans. have the boots with the fur. Actually, in this setting, thank goodness. All right. Well, let's <laughs> check out a bunch of LARPers. have gone a little crazy. They're LARPing in a grocery store? Here we go. You ready for this? All right. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! It's in a grocery store. Bam! Oh, it's an arena! Oh no! Oh no! He <laughs> killed him, I think. <laughs> I think he might have. Oh, I think you know. He planted his Danax into oh, his back shit. and brought him and to the ground. It's stuck. It's stuck in there. It didn't well, flop out. No, it, was it firm. It went in. The guy fell and like shifted. And it stayed right where it was at. <laughs> right where it was at. <laughs> so they're in like a weird, uh, it was like inside of like a skate park or like an indoor yeah, soccer something, soccer right? arena. And they just section uh, off areas for them to like spar. <laughs> oh, yes, it reminds me of like a martial arts tournament. Kind of like a martial arts out. tournament yeah. if you've been to like one of those yeah, gymnasium like, um, where they yeah. section off little areas. Just, these guys got hardcore with it because they use like two by fours. Yeah. But then these other guys took it super hardcore <laughs> and killed each other. And, uh, they're impressed by the <laughs> they're ar- architecture, like they're a craftsmanship. They are yeah. <laughs> they got dropped instantly. Oh, okay. Last one. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a man called Dan Pena? Dan Pena? No. He is a businessman, and he likes to give uh, corporate speeches. Let's, okay. Is let's it Tony check Robbins? Out. What's happening? You could say so. Here we uh, go. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> Biden, you're on. Where's the fucking weekly report, you cunt? I'm serious. I don't give a shit. I like that. We've had guys, their wife is giving birth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God is mm-hmm. my witness. Yes. He's a doctor, Dr. Joe. Push, honey. Oh, yeah, Dan. I, I, I got push, honey. Push, push. I don't give a shit. Nobody, don't you understand? Nobody cares about all the problems, tribulations of your fucking weak, cut lives. Don't you understand that? What the fuck do I have to do? <laughs> I like him. <laughs> so, so what was the correlation between like the baby coming out and like his point he was making? Because he was just like push, push, so, and then he just got up and he's like, "I'm tired of your fucking week." <laughs> if you Google Dan Pena, you'll you'll see a lot of videos. Is he his main thesis is that. You're all weak cunts, and okay. you could do better. Yeah, some type of Dar- multiple concepts of Darwinism, social Darwinism, what have you. So very it. social Darwinism. Just yeah, yeah. I get your, what he's going for. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps, type. Yeah. Just let's get going. Let's do things. Yeah, there's a gambit event. But I just love that all those like you're a weak cunt. Yeah, you're that's, just a weak, yeah, weak cunt. cunt. And then, 
He just the story is an <laughs> anecdote to like segue into that oh, rant was kind of funny though. God, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> beautiful. He's almost crying a little bit. You're mm-hmm. holy God. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. so angry. You're so angry. Oh man. Um. All right. Let's move forward, shall we? Let's. If we can. Are you you ready for this? <laughs> you ready to move forward after those videos? I'll can try. You? Okay. I'll let's try. do a little bit of. Let's do with the good. The bad and the ugly, Danny. All right, let's start off with your bad. We'll start bad. I like that. Okay. To ugly to good. Okay, we'll get the bad out of the way first so you don't just get it done with. Yeah. I like that. Um, I will go first. Okay, all right, let's do this. And my... Ugly is a twisted metal. I watched every TV series fucking episode of this generic th- show. How many episodes? Six? Eight. eight. Sounds about right. Eight. Yeah. Okay. I want to say eight. So you got through eight shitty twisted metal episodes. Shitty That's unfortunate. They're like twisted forty five minutes of pop? episodes. Um yes. Okay. Probably like thirty twenty to thirty. To 40, depending. They're, they're all over the place. Um, so, uh, if you had to guess this show, mm-hmm. it's your typical modern-day show in which the final two episodes is the end of the first act. It's the Mortal Kombat syndrome. It's the mm. it's the the movie that like this movie was pointless because right at the end you're starting to get to where I want to be. So let's just let's take it back. Let's take it back a little bit. We got ourselves freaking uh, Captain America. Um, Captain oh, America. Anthony McKay. A- a- yeah, Anthony McKay. Um, and and he is. Uh, He's kind of like uh, the 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 John Doe character in the games. Is he like road? He's not like roadkill or anything. No, like no, no, no. That's, that's like what I guy. thought he would be. I yeah. thought he would be roadkill. So some characters that you get, you get uh, the police officer played by uh, Hayden Christian Church. Oh, there's um, a Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Hayden, <laughs> wouldn't that be great? And then you even get the two cops that you play. There's one cop character you play that pl- uh, that is the outlaw, right? Uh-huh. It, which is the cop car, the, the souped-up cop car. And then there's another character in the second one that you play. It's a girl. And those two characters are in it. Mm-hmm. They don't use outlaw. They just use some generic car. Um, okay. Hayden Christian Church does not use... Uh, what's his character again? Um, fuck, hold on. The... Uh, uh, the police character? The police, uh, oh, like gosh. the main, not the outlaw character, which is the two cop characters, but there was another guy. Uh, I, I always played Warthog, what's my favorite. Warthog was good. Yeah, I like Warthog. He was the military guy, so he had the tank Hell and stuff. Yeah. That was fun. Hell yeah. What was uh, that, that dude who was just wheels, and he was like, was like Hammerhead or something? So like they that? teased him at the end. Oh, they right. showed like a picture of that dude. He is literally like two uh, Axel. 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 Yes. Yeah. You get like someone um, big to play him. Agent funny. Stone. Oh, okay. That's it. That's the character. Oh. Um, oh yeah, because he was just like an undercover agent that became. He infiltrated the racing circuit to try yeah. to find out more about Calypso. Yes. 
Exactly. Twisted Metal story is weird, but I remember a lot of it. I, I like one so three one thing well. I do did realize while watching this whole series is uh-huh. like I don't remember anything about Twisted Metal, and by the end I was like. Oh, I remember a lot about Twisted Metal, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I surprisingly we'll cons- know a lot about Twisted Metal. So we do get... Uh, Will Arnett's Sweet Tooth. I didn't so know So Will Arnett, I forgot that. he plays the voice of Sweet Tooth. There's a wrestler called uh, Joe Cianoa, which I think he goes by Samoa Joe. Oh, Samoa He's Joe. a TNA. Okay. He's a TNA wrestler. Yeah, I hear He is the actual actor. In the world. But okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like uh, a, a it was a David Prowse and like John uh, David Prowse yes. doing the acting for Darth Vader. Yes. And James Earl Jones doing the voice. I exactly. Okay. Uh, Mike and Stu were characters in the, <laughs> I want to say the third of the second game, which they're just bumbling idiots. Yeah, they're, they're the pizza delivery guys. Uh, n- right. N- no, but they do bring that up. Oh they're no, pizza, they're the rednecks. You think of yeah, the rednecks. The rednecks of the monster truck. The rednecks in the monster truck. Yeah. Yes, and okay. they are kind of like bumbling idiots that kind of like go from like place to place, and at the end they're with Sweet Tooth. Oh, you know what I like too, Mr. Grimm, the guy in the motorcycle. Mr. And, and he drives a hearse in the he's third not, one. I he's think. not in this either. Because no, he's like the Grim yeah. Reaper. And uh, Preacher is in it, played by Jason Mansukas. Uh, <laughs> All right, interesting. <laughs> which, is crazy. Okay. which is the weird, like he's the religious dude that's yeah. in the. I forget which car, but he doesn't. He, a lot of these they set up some characters, mm-hmm. not a lot of characters. But none of them are, we're not actually seeing a lot of driving whatsoever in this until, like I said, the last two episodes. Good. That's what you want. You want what the last two episodes is what you were expecting in this show. What a drag out. And, and so it does that. Is and it I set in an apocalyptic timeline? Is it an apocalyptic future where uh, Anthony Mackie is like a. Uh, their delivery charges are called uh, milk runners, at the essentially, and they go from like city to milk city. Milk runners. What? Yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's dumb. This is the and like I said, at, at the end of the series, uh-huh. at the end of the series, uh-huh. we actually get a setup for uh, what's his name? Calypso shows up mm-hmm. in a voice, and you see the back of his head, and he's kind of like pinning up people that are like the best drivers in the post-apocalyptic universe, and we get uh, oh, you get the backstory of needle Kane. he was like a uh he was and it's exactly like the uh story in the 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 video game where he was a a kid actor that just went insane okay and they show this back flashback of him where he's on on set and he just fucking murders i think as a cat or like a dog he just goes to town on 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 something yeah so so wait though was there the cameo from the secret level in twist metal 2 where you or twist yeah twist metal 2 where you go to the jet moto track they didn't have that no oh no jet moto all right well then yeah this is garbage it's good yeah exactly (laughs) uh raven is played by nev campbell she's kind of the setup in this where she wants uh Anthony Mackie to deliver this one thing to, to Calypso. Okay. And uh, this will get him into the city because, mm-hmm. like, essentially uh, only certain people are allowed in the cities, but this will give him access to it. Blah, blah, blah. It's all set up for Super him to try to drive it. for the tournament type mm-hmm. thing. Uh, and uh, who else do I'm we I'm glad Nick Campbell's going to work consistently still. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know what she did before this. But... Stephanie Beatrice, the girl from. What is that show? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Ah, she yes. plays the love interest in the side character. Uh, she's just called Quiet. She's <laughs> just made up. 
Okay. Because uh, there's not like a fucking giant roster of characters you couldn't have just does, pulled from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? what the fuck? I hate I know. They do this in the Mortal Kombat they movie. They do that. She we could be there's someone. There's characters that are the insert for the audience. Johnny she, Cage is perfect. You don't need to make yeah. a character like Johnny Cage. She does have a look of a character, though. Him uh, and then that's her brother who eventually uh, dies. But uh, Agent Stone kills her brother, and that's her whole death. See, this just makes me think of like. Walking Dead and shit. It gets kind of uh, no. It doesn't. Just those shots doesn't get that I get sad. You. I get. No, I'm just saying it. It's like... too colorful too. Uh, the show, <laughs> the game especially, was so dark that I couldn't see Wait. shit. Those are the two outlaw okay. twins. Okay. Um, hmm. But bad, yep. bad. All right. Like, it's one of those shows where the second season is really the where the show starts type of situation. And you didn't have to make this entire sh- setup season. I think that we're just in full swing of the property shift from video games to, or from superheroes to video games now. Yeah. So I'm suspect of all these like big franchises coming up out of nowhere. I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. I don't yeah. watch any any more video and game iteration. Peacock, so like they are not going to take risks. If it was a single standalone animated movie or sh- like a special. Like a mini series, and that'd uh-huh. be cool. But this is like they want it to be episodic for like five, ten seasons. Who knows? Yeah, there'll be spinoff. Give it time if it's Who popular. They'll spin it off. Yeah, yeah. So that's my bad for the week. What's yours? It's ninety four's Time Cop, starring Jean Claude Van no, Damme. I was gonna go back for that. Really? No, it's a Peter Haynes story, and it's a good example of how you can make a bad movie that's good in the shape of something like. Um, Demolition Man mm-hmm. this is a similar premise and it works perfectly it's a great movie it's terrible it's, it's, it's overall appearance and when you go through it and you're like this is camping but there's just so much to it that adds to that joy and keeps you there this is like the that done wrong it takes some of the tones way too seriously mm-hmm. some of the the moments are so farcical and lazy that like the premise you set up doesn't really feel like it's flowing anymore because right. it's like well you're playing with time and now this just gets l- dumb and you start to you start to realize oh none of this matter they're just wrapping the movie up, so it didn't doesn't hold doesn't hold you in the way that Demolition Man does from beginning to end, uh, and John Claude Van Damme is not as enjoyable of an actor to follow as Sylvester Stallone. So, is this the yeah. split scene hold up still? I mean that was cool, but also that was just like that's the one iconic pivotal moment, and it's just him in his in his like what pajamas. And he's fighting a dude in, okay. in, who like came from the future, <laughs> and it's like pajama. Yeah, yeah there he is. And he's fighting him, and it's like <laughs> that was it was fan service, and that's all that was. And the rest of the movie had it was so dumb. Everything just gets oh. so dumb. The guy kept going back in time to give his other friend information, but I'm like, well, why don't you just do it all at once and just keep to keep yeah. taking these tricks? It's so silly. <laughs> it's so silly. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Uh, uh, you funny. know what? Looper had kind of a problem with like this. It uh-huh. has it has that Looper problem where okay. you're like, okay, this premise is good. The 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 scenery and the setting is believable enough, yeah. but the way you implement implement the narrative uh. and keep to the like the the, the I guess quality assurance because everything starts to get messy because you're like well wait you go through all this trouble to go to the past to kill people but in the future you just shot this lady yeah. <laughs> like, he just broke your entire story or your entire like your, po- your entire poetic license essentially yeah. you're building so yeah but fucking time cop man no just watch demolition man time again. cop just okay. watch demolition demolition man. man is the superior film yeah time cop's like a poor dem- not even barely a poor like i can't find any redeeming quality of it i'm like i'll never watch this again 
and I never yeah. seen it. I thought, okay, maybe it's a, a fun. It's like something like Hard Target, where it's like, but that's a John Woo film, so that's great. Yeah, I'm oh. thinking, well, maybe it'll channel that. Those will be like Hard Target meets Demolition Man. Nope, mm-hmm. nope, nope, nope. It was just no. Huh? Demolition Man meets Trash. And that's interesting. Yeah, but that's all you know. Jean Claude's got a. 50-50 ratio, good to bad. True, so. true. Depends on how much cocaine he was on. Yeah. Or just the time in his life. Or the time. You never know. You never know. Did you see him try to fight Dolph Lundgren at like a Grammy Awards or something? Or some sort of meeting? No. There's like a video where he tries to like throw down with Dolph Lundgren. Really? And on like a red carpet. It's like, yeah, they put in like Dolph Lundgren versus Jean-Claude Van Damme red carpet. And you're going to see them like getting up in each other's faces or pushing each other. And people have to like get in and separate them. Yeah, here's this is perfect. Okay. Yeah, it's a quick one. Watch this. There's gonna get some shoving. You get a little bit of a little bit of shoving. Okay. Ooh, ooh, he yeah. just a little like poke it's to his so face. Much. Yeah. Dolph is not. Uh-huh. Get he's, get, he's like, look at me, man. I'm looking down. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh. Jean Claude shoved him. Dolph oh, shoved him one hand. Shit, that's a one-hander. one hand. He's just like, I could push you just as strong with one hand that Jean Claude did with it. two hands. Jean-Claude and look at him. He's backing up. Like he's acting like he needs people. He's like, can you get security in here? Jean Claude did like a flinch push where. Yeah. Lundgren was literally uh, as slow as possible yeah, with one just hand just like physical boom. like I'm gonna just mash you yeah. away and then that's that that was good yeah See, like, that was yeah. great okay. I, I always remember that when okay. I think of like how much of an asshole I was. okay because Lundgren's he's, he's, he's a genius mm-hmm. he's a gentle giant He's incredibly like intelligent and it's mm-hmm. like funny to hear like people judge him but yeah. just from talking he's got depth I mean Jean-Claude Van Damme you listen to him talk he's like an asshole yeah yeah, he's got good movies, but man, he's a dick. He was a dick. <laughs> it's the yeah. ego. True, it happens. True, it happens, man. Yeah, that's my bad. Oh, and the, and the the ruffle funyuns. Those are pretty ruffle funyuns. Yeah, because they're a lie. Mm. Let's say they're ugly because they're still edible. Like bad yeah. when it comes. Mm, they're a know. bad funyun. They're bad funyun. <laughs> they're bad. Funyun. I kind of wish I just okay. had funyuns. I yeah. was like, oh, now it's just like a worse funyun. <laughs> mm, yeah. You know what's ugly? Wasabi flavored Funyuns. Ooh. Okay. Still got, those are still good, but they're wild. Yeah. Clear your sinuses. Okay. Okay. Um, so my ugly mm-hmm. is um, it's it's what well, I talked about it earlier. Um, the graphics do not hold up. Um, and I even downloaded a, a 16 gigabyte version. Of it, so that's uh, divided by three. What is that like? Six point five ish gigabytes per twenty minutes. My goodness, what a file! So you really were aiming high. Okay. I I got as high a quality as I can. Okay. That actually helps the uh, fight scenes, but the human oh. scenes, the human scenes, still they're just unbearable. But I love the story, at least of the first one, and that is. Mobile Suit Gundam Igloo. Oh, yes. As I was oh talking about it. Oh, my gosh. You threw me off. I, I was like, I was trying to think. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, was <laughs> going movies or TV show? Uh-huh. I wasn't thinking specifically Gundam or anime. Oh. That's why, that's why I was like, what is he talking about? It is... Uh, <laughs> you downloaded a 16 gig Mobile yeah, Suit did. Gundam Igloo file? Yeah, I did. My Jiminy yeah. Jilk. <laughs> 
Yeah, so there's three oh, episodes in this series. Uh, the first one is called The Vanishing Serpent of Loom, mm-hmm. which is all about the uh, Jotunheim and the uh, Jor- Jormungand, which was a beam rifle that was discontinued. It wasn't meant to be used. They're just uh, it was it was it was once the mobile suits came out, they mm-hmm. were like, well, that's the end of this. Yeah, and everyone pretty much knew it. I watched so, ten seconds of that, and I was like, no. No, you were no, out. I was done because I was like, I really need this moment in in Universal Century history because it's pivotal to the technology and the history that mm-hmm. kind of went around it. So I'm like, let's do this. Let's dive in and get some yes. some wealth of history and knowledge. And it was just a nightmare to look at. And I said, fuck this. But then also the file I downloaded was like 100 megabytes. <laughs> and so this and this was a long time ago. Maybe I could get through it at no, 60. I'll, I'll play it on the 4K TV. Yeah, let's check looks. it out. Yeah. See <laughs> see glue in 4K. Yeah. Would we ever get here in my mind? It's still, even that, no like idea. it doesn't help the animation. The no, animation is it, still bad. I mean, you get a better sound quality yeah. and there's a, it feels a little more palpable cuz you're just impressed on how crisp it is. The, just the yeah. Overall design is sure. a nightmare cuz it looks so old. Second, well, cheap. The second episode it's like cheap CG. It is super cheap looking and plasticky. <laughs> Uh, How Stand in Dusk is the second episode, mm-hmm. which is all about them testing the Heldorfer, which is more or less the Xeon version of the gun tank. Mm-hmm. You can play it in uh, GBO2. Oh, that's true. Remember, that yeah, one I used to their a base. Times. Yeah. yeah, hop in it, it has, and you just drive around. Yeah. Everyone's like, what is that? Oh, yeah. there's a tank attack. And it was able to take out six uh, Zakus that were taken by Earth Federation, but they... The pilot eventually dies. It's like it's their Spartan moment. <laughs> the pilot was also like had uh, had PTSD and took some type of medication that they just called dope. Don't know what it is. Who knows? Okay. Dope. I mean heroin maybe. <laughs> and then this is yeah. right. dope continue. This is a heroin addict. Yeah. And then the last episode, Dance of Orbital Ghosts, is all about uh, the creation of the Zuda. They create like this propaganda thing. The Zuda's going to be the greatest thing ever. And it turns out to be just hmm. nonsense. And these are Run up. really, really great stories that I enjoy. But it's ugly because of the fucking graphics. Mm-hmm. They're so bad. The animation's so bad. Even the, sh- the, the way the ships move and everything. It just but they're like 15-minute episodes, so right? bad. About 20, 22. 22, so yeah. they're like regular episodes? Regular Ugh. episodes, yeah. yeah. that's a long time to have to look at that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's like a video game cutscene going it on is. too long. It is. You're like smashing X over here. You're like, yeah, it's, it's good. Circle something? What can I get back? They could remake this and something. That'd be amazing. Yes. One one movie. Like an Ampol- be- or like a like a special like they would do with like a yes. original Gundam and the Zeta. Yes. Yeah, I would like that. So and then I'd watch it. And then it'd be nice. Yeah. We can do away with this. So that's my ugly, mm-hmm. and that's I a good ex- ugly. Expect that to be the next video on Simply a New Type. Will be the hidden one year war. Uh, what's your ugly? All right. Well, this is was going to be built up in my good, but we're doing this backwards, so this is going to throw you off right now. Oh shit! My ugly okay. is Whiplash, but it's not what? 2014's Whiplash. You're talking about the. I'm short? talking about 2013's Damien Chazelle's masterpiece mm-hmm. short, the precursor to Whiplash. It's one of the most cringiest shorts I've ever watched because I could never put the original Whiplash or the actual Whiplash movie that he went on to make after this in in 2014 afterwards 
uh, in in ugly because that movie's beautiful. Yeah. That movie's that movie's raw. It's tough, but that movie's beautiful. Uh-huh. This was very unnerving comparatively. Really? The way they portray J.K. Simmons in like this, being able to go really angry but then really intimately creepy, right. that made it very ugly. That was hard to watch. Uh-huh. That was cringy. So I I was like, whoa, this is such a different tempo, if you will. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> ah, shit, I had to sneak it in. I had to sneak you it did in. It. But it's like. Damien Chazelle knows how to to direct J.K. Simmons, and I feel like it really yeah. comes out well in this, the tension that he has him put on okay. everyone in the class and how they approach it. But mm-hmm. Whiplash is a great movie. It's a great premise. It's, I mean, if, if this was what Drumline was, then I would understand why people like Drumline, but I'll never get Drumline. <laughs> this movie, I'm like, oh, okay, I, you made a movie about drumming that was solid. Completely solid. You appreciate the music and everything. This is just a short. It's like a snippet. This is just the pinky of what Whiplash became. But. I haven't watched it in a while, but I actually like Drumline. It's dumb. It's there's no like if you're like a drum fan, it's not like wow, this is really all about and passionate about drums. There's it's just a dumb there. movie with fucking Nick Cannon. There's that nostalgia and <laughs> and the uh, um the Seven Up guy. I can't uh, Lamar. No wait, what was his name? I can't remember. Orlando Jones. Was it Orlando Jones? Orlando oh, yeah. Jones, Seven Up guy. Yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, that was. I liked him in the movie the best because he was all serious about like the original music mm-hmm. and the where it a lot of came from. But I just think nostalgia is the only thing that keeps drumline even remotely entertaining to me. Whiplash yes. so much better. I'm like, I just want to watch this movie about drumming. Yeah, it's absolutely. Just the character development and how they they stick with their story of how tough this all is and they keep that mo- that tension through the whole movie right but this short was so quick but so intense it was like a ex- like a spontaneous combustion going off in just right. like a small period and i normally don't like i'm not into shorts that much i enjoy them as like nods but i prefer like a little bit of girth in my movie you know it's something with meat to it something that right. actually can hold you down for for like i don't mind a long movie people are like oh lord of the rings movies are way too long i'm like yeah longer better i want my money's worth mm-hmm. <laughs> so but this short was great this okay. short was great so okay. it's, it's it's raw it's awkward very jarring but i i would say it's worth the watch just All to right. get you ready to All go right. into it yeah or just watch regular whiplash just I watch mean, whiplash yeah just it's, it's it's more it'll be in more yeah. your tempo yeah well i mean yeah there's there's nothing wrong about that movie. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's great. You can put that yeah, on any time and you're like, yeah, what's that? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, all right. Nice. All right, let's get into the good. And my good is I watched it last week and I was surprised that it's good. Uh, they, it, it's surprisingly a um, good uh mutant like x-men movie because they lean hard on the mutant part in this okay and that is teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem oh pretty solid they change up some of the stories with uh what's his name who does uh uh what uh, master splinter Shredder. Uh, Superfly. Baxter, so, ba- Baxter so Stockman? Baxter Stockman's a little uh, different. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like the... it's it's he's Baxter not, Stockman isn't Superfly. It's like he's his, not Jeff Goldblum anymore? He has like all those oh. animals. And it's Ice Cube. No, it's Ice Cube. Oh, Seth Rogen's Bebop? That's weird. Yeah, it is a little but, weird. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like... 
Um, so that's that's a little weird, but uh, ultimately, uh, characters, but uh, it's yeah. a pretty solid uh, story, I think. Uh, again, asterisks is a kids' movie, so if Are you expect, good? if you expect, like a lot. There's not going to be depth to it, There's not going to be depth, depth. Mm, yeah. uh, the one thing I, Lank, I hated, I, I mentioned to you, was like, uh-huh. when earlier, or two weeks uh-huh. ago when I first watched this, was like, so, uh, Jack Chan plays a Splinter in this, oh, and I nice. said, like, what's better, the wise, old stereotype, or the... Uh, wise cracking stereotype hmm. and i think like being a wise old stereotype is still better than being a, a wise yeah. cracking stereotype well let's get real like ninja turtles one and two splinter between both movies is wildly mm-hmm. different in the splinter the first one throws down even though he's kind of like low budget and they can't move him too much yeah he has to do that flip and defeat shredder but still that's good enough yeah i mean to me that first movie is flawless Second one's fun in nostalgia way. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Third movie's a nightmare. Uh, but so you'd say this is pretty good though. I would honestly say like this is like if someone was just like if a kid that grew up like now says like this is my favorite, I'd be like, Yeah, Makes I sense. get it. Okay. I get it. Um they change up every like the comics, the modern day comics now, each one's kind of unique and different. Um they do that. Um, one thing that they did that is like one of the simplest things, uh-huh. the easiest thing they could have done and haven't done before, uh, and it works great. They got teenagers to play the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Danny. I mean, <laughs> wasn't like wasn't like Corey Feldman like nineteen? Was <laughs> uh, he? Was it I that? Don't know. No, was it was nineties yeah, Corey yeah, Feldman. Yeah, Actually, yeah. he was he like was probably like mid twenties. He was probably then. like twenty nine and ready I to mean, kill himself. Yeah, plus the cocaine. He was already thirty. Let's be and real. And, it, and he just oh, never was the same after Corey Haim died. Never. Tale of Two Corys. Great documentary. But yeah, uh, Seth Goldberg, uh, Seth Rogen, and Evan Goldberg wrote this. Oh, um, okay. Of course. Okay. Uh, they always write these things nowadays together. Yeah. So would you compare this head-to-head to the Batman versus Ninja Turtles movie? Did you like that one more or this one more? Because those feel like they're similar movies, and I enjoyed that one. Batman movies or Ninja Turtles movies? No, no, no. The Batman versus Ninja Turtles oh, Batman versus animated Ninja movie, movie. Where they like... That was great. That I was a really that. good I scene where Shredder really fought Batman and it was like Ninja to Ninja. That that no, I love that story, actually. The, the anthropomorphic level, characters were a little... That part was the kind of the worst to me when yeah. it was just like, oh, now look, fucking Joker's a rat. <laughs> or yeah. No, he was like some, I don't remember what he was, but it was some dumb. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, that's not as interesting, but let's have ninjas fight more in this. Yeah. That was pretty good. So, um, so you say that's a little more above this. This is a little more kind of like family friendly formulaic. Yeah. A little bit more family friendly. But a not a bad Turtles movie compared not to the bad. Michael Bay movies. There oh, we go. those were, no. Yeah. They're Ninja Turtles that are mutants. Are, They're not aliens. Yeah. So they're already off on a good foot. Those movies fucked all that shit up. Yeah. And I mean, I'll give Ninja Turtles 3 shit, but at least they're still Ninja <laughs> Turtles and they're not like aliens. I mean, yeah. those are just aliens. Isn't that Ninja Turtles? Sure. What the fuck are turtles doing in space? <laughs> and uh, Maya Rudolph plays a character named Cynthia Utrom. If you know the Utroms, that's what Krang is. He's mm. the alien race, the cra- the brain race. Oh. Okay. So I assume they're going to... Re- I think they do actually reveal at the end. I didn't watch the end credit scene that she is a Krang or Krang type person. Did they tease... The Utroms race, yeah. Did they tease the, the robot Ninja Turtle? 
No, they didn't choose no. the robot, which I, have, I used to have an action figure of. That was one of the coolest ones. Because yeah. it's a fucking robot it's ninja robot turtle. Fucking ninja There's turtle. a layer on top of how awesome it is. It's yeah. a ninja turtle, but also a fucking robot now. But they even have like some cool like, throwback this. references, <laughs> like Mondo Gecko. I don't remember if you um, remember Mondo yeah, Gecko yeah, yeah, back the in the day. Yeah. yeah. He shows up and as fucking one of the shin guards. Yeah. It's, well, it's safety first. It's still, yeah. they're villains that are killing you. But safety. Oh, yeah. I don't like that redesign. I don't like that at all. Oh, no. Zootopia. Zootopia. Get out of here. Um, what about uh, I get uh, Casey Jones? No Casey seeing... Jones in this. No Casey no. Jones. All so right. I, well, now I they're... assume they're gonna wait. All right. That. Wait a second. Did they have at least the van? They had the pizza van. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. They All found right. it. They All found. Right. So you they, gotta have a certain f- amount of Ninja they Turtles find to be Ninja pizza Turtles. Van and they, that, I assume they're just gonna keep it for themselves. So they stole. They straight up stole the pizza van. They were like, "This is. Let's get in mm. here. We gotta go." Right. And it's it's the typical pizza van that you see in the action figure. It's it's, the, it's the perfect. Tease Daredevil at the end of it and tying into it. Dude, I wish there was a Daredevil <laughs> reference. There was a what was it? He's their lawyer. Teen Titans go. Um there's a part where they're like going back in time and just changing shit. Like they change uh they stop Batman's parents from dying. Oh, well, yeah. And there's this scene where the hurdles are heading towards ooze and they just lift it up, turn it around. <laughs> It's pretty good. <laughs> that is good. It's good. I don't typically like Teen Titans. Go, <laughs> I, I, I don't like it them. either. But there was some good that's moments. That's good. That's that. good. They, uh, they kind of reminds me when they used to do those DC shorts that were based off of like Mad Magazine or something right. like that, and those were pretty funny. I can't find those mm-hmm. anywhere, but they're they're like little clips. Yeah. Weird cast in this though. Weird, Weird cast. Ice Cube, but Superfly. Yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah. So dumb, man. Mm-hmm. Man, Stockman's <laughs> supposed to be. Ice Cube was actually pretty good at Superfly. I mean, yeah, that's in his own right, but what? Except for the part where I think he said a line from one of his songs, and I'm just like, whatever. Oh, but then there's like <laughs> Superfly is the second. Baxter Stockman's his own. Yeah, character. so he's his own oh, character, yeah, I which see. is Giancarlo Esposito. And yeah, Superfly which because Giancarlo Esposito's in everything. Yeah, go back, watch True. Maximum Overdrive. He's there. He gets True. killed by a cigarette machine. Yeah, that's a machine you used to be able to buy cigarettes <laughs> out of there, buddy. <laughs> Take you back in time to uh, a time when things were. Uh, Wild. <laughs> uh, so that's my good. Uh, uh, what's yours? So tying back to Damien Chazelle, uh, recently watched uh, First Man, uh, nin- uh, 2018's First Man starring Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, it's about um, famous jazz musician goes to the moon, Louis yes. Armstrong. No, it's Neil Armstrong, but as a kid, I always, I would always get them confused in my head. I'm like, yeah, Louis Armstrong, I walked him in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Makes sense, Armstrong. But yeah, this is, this is my favorite Apollo-based movie. This made me like kind of angry at Apollo 13. Really? Like, it made me frustrated how lame that movie feels in comparison, because they added so much drama. In this, like, the drama was actually real to the reality of, mm-hmm. like, people died. Yeah. In, in horrific ways trying to get yes. to the moon and when they portray that part in the movie the tonal change is like wild it hits you right across uh-huh. the face and you're like oh damn I'm captivated yeah. this is great but the visual aspect of how they did the cinematography where they did the wide just mm-hmm. massive landscape shots you feel the yeah. width of it all and the breadth and you feel like you're kind of there with them. It's a, it's a beautiful, captivating movie that I enjoyed the pace. I enjoyed the writing. Ryan Gosling was surprisingly enjoyable in a role that I thought he wouldn't be. But uh-huh. it's that stoic drive Ryan Gosling that comes out in this yeah. movie a lot. That I'm like, fuck yeah, that's the Ryan Gosling I wanted more of because that movie is so good. I love Drive. drive. I th- we'll throw good, good on good here. Drive as well. All Put right. it in right before this movie. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> go back and watch that. But 
I'm gonna be honest. I fell asleep while watching this, and it's then I said I would go back, and I never did. Very, it's a very somber movie yes. for a lot of parts when they're floating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, if you're not already captivated, it's, it's hard ASMR, to get. Man. It's not a late night movie. It's not a like watch yeah. it at midnight and you're like lying in bed movie after a long day. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you're if you're especially in that mood for something that is not necessarily sci-fi but space oriented yes it gives you it's better than a lot of those movies like uh what was the sandra bullock one with george clooney it was like gravity uh, gravity thank you yeah it's it's it takes those movies and just makes them look like a joke mm-hmm. like it literally made apollo 13 look like a fucking joke to me i'm like why wasn't apollo 13 even remotely close to this level of like pacing and writing yeah even the cinematography in apollo 13 could have been better i feel like they focus too much on like the close-up shots because they're like don't forget tom hanks is in this movie yeah a lot of the times with ryan gosling he's just in a suit and you don't even see him you see reflections of the moon and it's fucking, <laughs> like they're really focused on more of the moon is like the star of the movie and the technology going behind it because they're very that's the thing with damien chazelle is very much like focused on like the details mm-hmm. it, to me him and like uh, to an, a later another extent robert eggers are the the last bastion of good modern filmmakers mm-hmm. they make movies that all feel ambitious they feel creative they feel like they're they have such a layer of depth that takes you down to the bottom of the ocean and uh, and it's sad because you don't see that in movies very much and i always like when i watch his movie his movie specifically david chazelle um, mm. When I watched that short, it reminded me. I was like, "Oh yeah, he has another movie I never got around to watching." It was about space, and I'm like, "I got to check it out." I had no idea it was about the moon landing. I just knew it was something in one of the Apollo missions. Yeah, yeah. And so I checked it out. I was like, "Oh shit, okay." So it's Neil Armstrong. I mean, there's a lot of weird characters that show. Buzz Aldrin's there. Um, Chuck Yeager is played by the douchebag boyfriend from The Wedding Singer. That um, mm-hmm. essentially <laughs> looks the same. Like he didn't really age much. He's a little more gray, but it's the same guy. And like in his face and build and everything. So it was like kind of funny. Like seeing him. <laughs> and this is Chuck Yeager because I had met Chuck Yeager and I was like, yeah, wow, yeah, he's a way more bigger guy than actual Chuck Yeager. Yeah. So that a lot of the actual aviation history and things like that are in there, and that stuff is very important to me from just how I grew up, he, where we grew up, and like. A lot of my family members and yes. relatives being involved in that stuff. So this is fascinating. I really like But just seeing Damien Chazelle's magistry that he brought to say things like mm-hmm. Babylon and Whiplash, which are phenomenal fucking movies. Like, yeah. Don't get the appreciation they needed. And this really did it. I haven't seen La La Land. It's not the type of movie that I want mm-hmm. to really see because I'm not jonesing for that level of musical. But... The work that he did with Ryan Gosling kind of speaks true here, and I see why he likes working with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And so I see why he used him in that mm-hmm. movie, because uh, they, they have a good chemistry together. It feels like he knows how to direct him in that way that that he was used in Drive. Takes mm-hmm. that and brings it back. He's like, give me some fucking Drive. And Ryan Gosling's like, you got it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to look. I'm going to look mm-hmm. at the movie. Look at me looking at the movie. Okay. <laughs> um Speaking of, you mentioned uh, Robert Edgars. He's doing a remake of Nosferatu. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's um, exciting. I'm excited now, is it that. a remake of Werner Herzog's remake, or is it a direct remake to the Probably original? Probably of the original, original, <laughs> uh, that old German expressionism with the hard shadows and all that. I want, I want him to do a remake of Werner Herzog's and then... 15 to 20 years, I want Tom Holland to do a remake. <laughs> to direct a remake. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's of, see it. Of the fucking Robert Eggers remake. Um, but, uh, okay, I like that. I, I mean, mm-hmm. like I've said this plenty of times, the 
which is my favorite horror movie and the yeah. atmosphere and the setting and the attention detail in that movie is something that I'd love to see in Nosferatu and think would be amazing. Okay. If any director right now could make that movie, I would like him to do it. Because Lighthouse, even. Lighthouse. Or The Lighthouse. That, that, yeah. yeah, that definitely, that style definitely would speak really well to Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Even that movie. Because, uh, I mean, which is, which is more of a period piece, whereas Nosferatu, I guess you could get kind of period with it, but it's, I feel it's just more atmosphere and character focus on the, the actual vampire character itself. The vampire. The vampire. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Bill. Is it Bill Sars? Uh, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's gonna be sense. playing him. So that he's makes creepy. sense. He's he has always. A face. He's always something creepy. Yeah. That's funny. Earlier when you were like talking about the Sweet Tooth, all I could think about was like, was he? Is he played by Bill Skarsgård? Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. He just typecasts as a creepy clown. Just creepy for clowns forever, man. Uh, creepy clowns oh, forever, man. Scars God. That's what they should call them. Oh, <laughs> creepy clowns forever, man. Nice. Uh, um. All right, that's some good, mm-hmm. good, bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's get into some news, all shall right. we? Let's dive. Uh, we'll go. We'll go lighthearted before we get into the main news topic. Right. Um. I brought. I showed you this last week. Jim Jarmusch oh, will never yes. watch a yes. Star Wars film. <laughs> <laughs> I resent the cultural impact. I love this so much. Like it's the most hipster thing, the most pretentious thing ever. And I love that there's someone like this still that's yeah. just like, I won't do this because there's so many people and it's such a cultural impact yeah. that I'll have nothing to do with yes. it. Yes, I refuse to because too many people. Yeah, he's he is definitely being contrarian here. <laughs> But it's in a fun way. I like more of these kind of critic contrarians. <laughs> I tend to be that myself, but yeah. I I love Jim Jarmusch. His uh, most of his catalog yeah. movies are fucking solid, uh-huh. like spot on, hundred percent great movies. Yes, but yeah, like I like this kind of attack on it. I mean, it reminds me of Scorsese when he said they're they're not movies, they're amusement rides, they're they're attractions. They're less a film and more mm-hmm. of like a key ring being shook in front of you as like you're infantilely shaking in your your bassinet yeah <laughs> but yeah he lays into he's it he's just like no nah, like, nah, too many people man. like it i don't like it i liked it before it was before george lucas sold out when he mm-hmm. sold the rights to... <laughs> yeah. but it was an independent film still being made in his mind <laughs> before <laughs> Jim Jarmusch was oh god i love it i love it don't stop being yourself jim Jarmusch. Yeah. i love it so was there the last movie you did was the, the Dead Don't Die? The Dead Don't Die, that, that, that zombie film. That wasn't was bad, but what, what he did, like, there's no ghost dog, remember that? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That was a good one. I like that Ooh, one. Oh, yeah, that was good. Let's see. Is he working on anything right now? Yeah, I assume he's going to do something. Come on. Bill Murray will probably be there. I hope so, right? I mean, that, he's like the only He doesn't. Bill Murray doesn't even show up in... Uh, Wes Anderson movies anymore. No. The last Wes Anderson movie had no Bill Murray in it. Doesn't look like anything's on the plate. I guarantee the next Jim Jarmusch movie Jim will Josh. have him. Yeah. 95-year-old Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, oh, we'll see. All right. Let's get into the main subject. Mm-hmm. Now, this is some crazy, crazy drama that I don't really care about, but I have just been... It's a situation where I just pulled up a chair, got my popcorn, mm-hmm. and I watched all week now 
a channel called Gamer Nexus, which is pretty solid, pretty legit when it comes to the technical side mm-hmm. of certain things. Called out Linus Tech Tips, one of the biggest uh, channels on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, about tech, um, about their kind of like their their tests and their data and how they kind of how they collect data and how how bad it's been. Yeah. Which whatever. I don't care. I was always like, it's more entertainment. Yeah, I it's didn't very really esoteric. care about their data. But as they grow as a company and they they get like a labs testing, uh-huh. those people that do care are now going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to care. Yeah. But the crazy thing to me is the story about what they did. They had a company called Billet Labs. Mm-hmm. Uh, let them borrow a water block for a water cooling system mm-hmm. uh, that they could put on a on a graphics card, specifically yeah. a thirty nineties card. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a thirty ninety card. Yeah. Um, so it's socketed perfect to the thirty ninety. Yes. Um, so they they displayed this on one of their videos. Um, mm-hmm. They used a forty ninety. Yes. Not the right one. Yes. And they more or less dismissed that product. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just all... And posted stats on a, a 3090s, yep. even though it was a different it video card. It was a completely different video card. <laughs> completely, like, just um, didn't care. was, like, blatant about it. was like, eh. <laughs> and then <laughs> this gets crazier. Yeah, it keeps going. Oh, man. So they did it wrong. They dismissed it. Then on one of the other shows, they doubled down and said, it's a shitty product. Why would you spend $800 on a water block? But it's like a hobbyist thing. Of course, a hobbyist is going to spend $800 yeah. on something like that. Yeah, it's a weird... It was a totally weird argument. dismissing it. Um, and then, essentially, they the company, Billet Labs, wanted it back. And they... Just said, oh, we auctioned it off. Oh, our wow. bad. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To somebody at one of their like conventions that they do in Vancouver, which had competitors of Billet Labs, so they could have bought it. And uh, luckily, they found out that it was just like an individual. It wasn't like anyone in the industry no, at all. No, it's not so leaking though. Then, it's it's like in someone's house just being used. But it was crazy. <laughs> and that's just like that yeah. story. That story is, blows my mind. And uh, so this, let me. I'll just play a clip, a small clip of uh-huh. the uh, Game of Nexus. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Let's see what part this is. It's also just weird because they shouldn't be worried about what everyone else is saying in a popularity contest. They should be worried about reporting the truth of their own findings and then Mm -hmm. trying to explain them if they're different. LTT noted in its email to AMD, which they show briefly on the screen, that part of their stability, quote, problem was Mm -hmm. enabling Expo without increasing VDIMP, except it is normal that higher clock. So, yeah, he goes super into detail of it. Check it out if you want to see. But it is is pretty insane, and I, I took nothing to it. Then, uh-huh. then uh, we get like a day later. They do this very, very tone deaf apology video. It's like a damage that, control kind of thing. That they got a new CEO mm-hmm. for one, and look at this guy who has like dead in the eyes. He's fucking doesn't even know what the is fuck like is Zuckerberg going on. level of oh, disconnect. Oh man. And it's 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 bad. They just like dismiss it. Still, they're trying to they play it off like this is how we do like our testing. This is how we do our writing and whatnot. And it's it's 
insane. There's it's a good just, montage about the, the people who were involved with it getting interviewed saying, like, we had no time to get out our videos. Everything was crunched. There was no quality assurance. There was no going back and, like, yeah. re-editing these things. We made these mistakes. Most of the time we did bad because we just didn't give a shit because we were under these ridiculous con- constraints. And it kind of reminds me of what happening. What's happening here mm-hmm. was like kind of what happened with other companies, like Rooster Teeth. It's like when you get yes, I remember yes, that. Yes, I remember yes. that. See, when, when you get bigger and you start getting bought or you acqu- you acquiesce yes. to other things, it becomes this thing where you you're too big to maintain, and so you get a lot of that. And I just don't like that entire environment yeah. of those types of content creators because I feel like they play a role of someone who plays video games yes. and less of like friends who are actually playing video games. Yes. Some of these people, they never knew each other until they started recording together. It's weird. No, it's, so this it's reminds awkward, me of that. Yeah. So when you get to the like actual creators, it starts to get weird. But then when you see that they're mm-hmm. falsifying like results and that those results that are their hardware results are going out there and being yes. propagated into actual people who need that information. Yes. Because it comes to stability and overall cooling. This is talking about like numbers you need to know it's because if you don't, you'll destroy your hardware because it's crazy. not being cooled properly. That's a big impact. And yeah. so this level of flippancy and like negligence is weird because they're a big company. They're big. Huge. They're not like just some. He dude. mentioned that he like what was it like about a month ago or two months ago? He had a video where he mentioned that someone offered him a hundred million dollars yes. to buy him. Yeah. So the, yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. Well, their analytics is important, and their analytics is bad, and it's fucking up everyone else's. So they had, I think, almost close to $20 million yeah. as of last week. And now it's an fucking plummeted. So they lost about $5 million people yeah. in the past week, which Jeez. is insane. Well, because you're lying to people. You're lying. I mean, yeah, people it. And it's it. like it, it, people take their hardware seriously, yeah. right? especially when it comes down to this data. It's not It's not something you want to mistake because then you fry your fucking your yeah. $800 GPU <laughs> <laughs> that he was talking uh, about where he's like, well, if you did spit that, fuck you anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, um, this is all it's weird. It's so but, yeah, weird. it reminded me of the Rooster Teeth stuff, so like 100%. They released this, and then we get a former – where did this go? Where are we at? Oh shit! So we get a former employee uh-huh. uh, of of them uh, doing some tweets saying they recently left uh, for reasons of sexual harassment. Oh, so yeah. there's some more nefarious stuff going on yes. in the background. Well, bad company it. policy or bad company practices happening yeah. in, in these kind of environments is almost like commonplace. Uh, so here it is. Okay, yeah. So this employee, right as this is happening, maybe, I mean, she probably just is riding the wave, but she left because things were like, hmm. she mentioned a lot of situations that were pretty fucked up and a lot of situations that were first world. Uh, one yeah. Of them, You'll see her complaining up there, and the tweet page was like, yeah. oh, my work was called dog shit, and I was constantly belittled for yeah. like the quality. But I'm like, well, if you were doing bad work, I don't think these people are looking at your overall effort. They want to see results because they're a corporation. Like, you wanted them yeah, to coddle you? Exactly. It's not the kind there of was, job. There were some that were, like, making accusations of, like, sex jokes, which are, which are like, great. And, or not great, but, like, that which are valid. But then there was one where she's like, I got denied $15 for a notebook. Bitch. Buy a 98-cent notebook. Yeah. Help the company out. Yeah, like, I mean, So, <laughs> there's a certain, but, but the, uh, not to invalidate other things. But, but yeah. That, no, that notebook thing was You start to wonder, too. Yeah. Like, it's like, is this personal problems, or is she making is it into she, something yeah, else? So, like, who knows? But, uh, yeah, that was picked up. So, uh, since well, two days ago, uh-huh. when that video came out, uh, they released almost, like, two, three videos a day. Uh-huh. 
silence. Silence from them completely. So yeah, they've hit a wall now with uh, this. Yeah. So every time knows? they talk, they lose like five million viewers. Yeah. So they're hitting this silence, and it's easier that I way. I wonder, but today's uh, when Friday, right? Yeah, we're in so Friday now. So they usually have a a show right now. Oh, and they're they uh, broke their release schedule. Yes, uh, called the Wan Show, I believe. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're having it. Heads up, there won't be a WAN show this week. Instead, we will continue to focus on addressing Uh-oh. issues raised both internally and by the community during our production break. We appreciate you all for your patience. So, wow. Data is important. You don't fuck with data. Not doing That'll shit. That'll destroy your company right away because that shit's yeah. more valuable than gold or oil. So this is more weird. Um, <laughs> Ooh, <I> Pikachu face. <laughs> <laughs> the shock Pikachu uh, face. Uh, it, was, it was tech related, so I thought I'd bring it up. Uh, know, yeah, it's, it, was, it was interesting. Um, it is actually because we watch a lot of the reviews from the I other, do. I do. especially when they were going into those that wild shit with the different NVIDIA price excuse and the different yes. uh, was it different RAM clock speeds and things uh-huh. like that. Where you're yeah. just like, well, why are these different? And they're like, uh, we fucked Actually. up and we don't know and we're moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> and then NVIDIA was like, we're dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or not NVIDIA, uh, EVGA. EVGA. EVGA yeah. is like, well, this yeah. killed us. <laughs> and we're like, what the us. fuck? Oh, yeah, man. so that stuff, this stuff kind of, it's but, relevant. Uh, yeah. It's definitely relevant, especially it's, now with Bitcoining, mining, right. and all those other bullshit video cards for some reason are, are always going to be the most relevant hardware yes. talked about. I mean, let's be real. CPUs have never reached top since mm-hmm. the Bitcoin mining craze kicked sure. in. Used to be everybody's like, oh, crazy silver oh, lake yeah. stuffs happen, CPU stuff, quad cores, two cores, all that stuff. Now it's like, <laughs> well, what kind of crazy video cards coming out this year? Yeah. Because I have all this girth of things I could do with it now. Sure. Yeah. So uh, we'll see where this goes, though, because this company yeah. is on its way out. Linus Tech. We'll see. We'll see. I don't. I doubt if they're out, but I don't. Well, it's, they're definitely decreasing, and we'll see if they could hold on to their viewership. Th- they're on their way out from their previous high water yes. mark. Yes. They definitely will Absolutely. never return to that. I, I can imagine this being Absolutely. a downgrade for them forever. Yeah. Perma downgrade. All right, let's talk some fun, Danny. All right, uh, yeah. We've been playing uh, Baldur's Gate since its release. Yes. Uh, uh, the Baldur's Gate. The Baldur's Gate. General thoughts. What? Are, how you? How are you liking it? So I far? love the game. I I mm-hmm. find it the most immersive iteration of, or translation of tabletop to video game. Yeah. So it ha- it has all that. It's not only that, but it's an amazing RPG game. Yes. And considering I just put a lot of time and effort into Diablo Four. Right. This has actually made me kind of frustrated about all that time I wasted at Diablo 4, and I should have just uh, been prepping for this. Because Diablo 4 is more grindy and, like, work, and this was just, like, so immersive and mm-hmm. world-binding that it brought you in and made you want to just enjoy the scenery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the it's characters, great. too, are, like, fun. I mean, just in your own character that you can make and the weird things you can do with them. Mm-hmm. It's just all kind of free form, like how you would on the tabletop. And I loved Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. I remember... Right. You remember you had the demo discs at like like Vons and Albertsons yeah, and the man. PC magazines PC and well, we'd magazine, steal them. PC <laughs> yeah, you just rip them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take them out, take them out. So I, I had Baldur's Gate one and one in one of them, and a buddy of mine uh, that I went to school with showed me them uh-huh. and uh, showed me Baldur's Gate two, and I went home and was like, I have that demo disc. I should install it and play it. And so I checked it out and I beat the demo disc and immediately pirated Baldur's Gate the two and yeah. spent the whole summer of 03 beating it. I really liked the game and the storyline. The fact that after all this time since the summer of 03, which it came out like two years before yes. that, 
like since then that they've actually made a sequel to a game that not only revolutionized it but continued that story narrative yeah. without losing that kind of feeling is impressive because I mean we're full 3D perfect renderings of characters that are autonomous or they have the proper autonomy. Yeah. And those old games like they're sprites, they were low res, there were issues, but there were some 3D rendering. Mm-hmm. This game is like beautiful but still has that story element that those older games had and never lost it. So this is a good step for gaming in general which brings us to kind of that uproar where people are like well what's the problem with like triple a development like why can't they make stuff like this yeah why is it all like free to play and like all these like small payment type micro payment type yes well also the seasons and then the 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 leagues and the professional or the major league gaming all that stupid fucking evo in small increments it ruins games but i mean i i'm interested in your opinion on it but i mean comparatively those i feel like we're both to blame the corporations and the user because mm-hmm. i feel people buy into that shit and they can make money off of it so we don't speak in, the game or the player doesn't speak enough with their wallet yeah and if a company can make that money it's gonna make that money it's gonna make the problem money. the difference here of larian studios and you can see it if you go back and play like divinity mm-hmm. original sin one and two they're very much fans of of the genre making the content yes so like i guess in most recent time you could the the stuff with henry cavill and the witcher and how he was an extreme rabid fan so he constantly was like no the source material needs to be appreciated because this is why i'm here i did this because i'm a fan larian studios is making Baldur's gate because they're a fan and i feel like i i I mean this might be a, a deep cut but Blizzard it was making Diablo 4 because they're a fan of money. <laughs> well, yeah. And they're not as much a fan of the Diablo lore because there's no Diablo in Diablo 4. It's sure. not even a fucking Diablo game. It just looks like a Diablo game. He don't show up, so it's like the lore is irrelevant. You gotta have Diablo in a Diablo game. No Diablo it feels like it feels, it feels like blasphemy, but what, I mean, uh, literal blasphemy. Uh. But th- this game feels loved. I feel like yes. the and they, I think to them, they're like rock stars of the pen and paper RPG iteration mm-hmm. industry. Yeah, they're like the Led Zeppelin in their minds, and they're like they want to keep making good music, good mm-hmm. you know their art, but they still appreciate the art they're doing and love it. Like it's like they haven't been. Maybe this will corrupt them because they made so much fucking money, so much money off of this, mm. that this might change them. But everybody loved Divinity 2 Original Sin very rapidly, and this was like a better version of that. So maybe the next game from Larian, Studi- Larian Studios is going to be phenomenal, even better, more mind-breaking, groundbreaking. We talked about the idea of maybe them doing that in a sci-fi universe yeah. and how wild that would be. Like pick a, maybe like a... Like something set in a Verhoeven style, like RoboCop sci-fi, or right. or like uh, just anything in space kind of sci-fi from like the '80s. Something applied to that palette would be amazing. That would be a total recall. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so like that would be cool if that's what they go, or they could bottom out and the next game we get has seasons and fucking pay-to-play or pay-to-win kind I of shit not. and loot boxes. No fucking loot boxes. There's enough chance with these dice already in the game. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I've been having a blast. I I don't know. I'm, I I can't speak 100% for like the quality when it comes to the edges of like patching and overall game stability. That uh-huh. needs work. That's where the negative comes in. Right. But everything else has been completely rewarding. I'm glad you've been enjoying it too. I have been and 
enjoying it, which is surprising because I do not like turn-based RPGs these days. So the fact that I have been mm-hmm. had the patience mm-hmm. for it is amazing to me. Yeah, uh, I enjoy the. I think. You know, people s- used to say when the Fortnite was big, WoW was big, all these like kind of low poly games were big. They're like, you don't need good graphics mm-hmm. to make a good game. Yeah, we see gr- these amazing graphics on this game, and I question that theory now. Yeah, I question it. Like maybe great graphics do make an amazing game, and there's a Add lot to more flavor. to it. There's a lot more to it, but it helps. Uh, it's captivating. My one thing is like it, it seems like it's gonna be so hard to keep up that because the developer knows that they don't have to unfortunately work that hard to get the same amount of money so you do have to bring in these people that are just doing it for the passion it is an edge case because they they early access developed the game for what since 2020 Mm -hmm. and then before that the game was in development for like five years six years so you're looking at this massive development cycle where they actually finish the game which really makes me pissed about like star citizen because like fucking in the time that star citizen's been out they made Baldur's gate 3 and it's a great game it's a finished game the star citizen game is never going to be out they're making fucking starfield or whatever then that's the the next uh bethesda game yeah and that that'll be it's like that essentially no because that'll be more of like a fallout right that's gonna be space fallout yeah so and that'll be buggy as shit because that's just how Bethesda rolls. And I love Fallout New Vegas, but it's a fucking, it's a mess. And and definitely Baldur's Gate three doesn't have those problems. Really doesn't. It so. doesn't at all. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, surprising amount of bugs. It's one of those games that the bugs don't bother me as much. No, which is great. Yeah, that's a good sign. There's enough absurdity around it. There's enough yeah. like those real time cutscenes. You can't beat those. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Oh yeah. my god, that cat the, killing that fucking killing squirrel, the squirrel, but man. the delayed reaction and your delayed reaction from your weird like psychic ability yeah. that just like then five seconds later everybody goes flying. Flying, oh. I love it. I love it. Yeah, the physics in that game, the best rat doll physics I've seen in years. It takes me back to like Soldier of Fortune when you like saw someone get stabbed and their body go all limp and flail everywhere. Yeah. This is like that new era that we're in a new epoch here. Yeah, it's great. I can't. I, I now it's like I don't even need different. It's like a new game or universe. I just take this game and add more palettes onto it. Austin brought up a good point. They're gonna mod in a bunch of crazy mods. And the mods it's only, are gonna go crazy. Only a matter of time till Baldur's Gate one and two get remodded into three, and you can play through the original games, but in this setting. It's just only going to happen. There's already an issue like where someone made a mod where you're all children. But oh, yeah. in order to do that, you have to put on the uh, uh, under 18, uh, no nudity. Like, though you can't use the mod without that. Oh, okay. So you can't. Yeah, but then you can be a fucking be, dwarf or a gnome. You can endorse or, pedophilia. You could, be, you could be a halfling that's naked and they just look oh, like children. God. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, it's my it's, least favorite part weird. of the game. But yeah, the modding community <laughs> is going to go insane soon. Yeah. Oh, that's well, what I'm excited remember for. Remember Skyrim? I mean, come oh, on. That boy. was nuts. Oh, boy. We'll know we're there when we get that Thomas the Tank Engine mod for Baldur's Gate 3. Where the dragon True. that the oh, Gith Yankees riding on is like a Thomas the Tank yes. Engine. And then, oh, then we, we know we have we hit peak, the peak mod point. Yeah. That means there's, there's all the mods you could ever imagine now. Beautiful. Um, it's a bright new world. <laughs> so at like 100000 the first week, that's about $6 million. Mm-hmm. Steam takes 30%. Mm-hmm. That's $4.2 million. Yeah, Steam made a fucking killing on this. first week, yeah. Steam yeah. just... 
And that's in the first week of just actual people who didn't have early access. Because yes. there were an insane amount of people when this game dropped that fucking swooped it. And every time they put out a patch, more people bought it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I feel like we got our money's worth. This is the one time where I'm like, I feel like I got more than perfect. what we paid for. Yeah. And it's uh, not even out on console yet, right? I actually... It might September be September 6th is what I was here. Oh, okay. Maybe. Okay. Or no, actually, it was we got it early August, and then they got it a week or two later, maybe. I can't remember, but it, I think it's no, because I remember someone was talking about it earlier. September sixth. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I was right. Yeah, I was to say someone was talking about it earlier where it hadn't hit console yet, and they're interested to see how That's the for console players react. PS Five, Xbox will have to wait like, till twenty twenty four. Whoa. Yeah, that Xbox is not doing well. This no, it's generation. not. It's it's kind of they've never returned to like the heydays of the three sixty. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It is, uh, but I mean, that's the homogeny of like this environment. You can't have like, true. what's the point of having three consoles anymore when they're both like similar? Why? I mean, everybody's got PCs. That's a PC essentially. It, it looks is like a, a PC. It's an x86 processor. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a PC. Well, it looks like how the Steam boxes were, or those weird Steam computers, and yeah. the weird fucking what's that new one that's from. Um, I want to say Asus had that weird. Oh, uh, the Asrock. Yeah, that, one? that thing was weird. That so, but weird. that's what they all are. They're yeah. all weird hobo computers or makeshift yeah. computers. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like the idea of it. It seems really weird, <laughs> considering that you have a Microsoft computer already. Well, a Microsoft OS, and you can already pair all the hardware with it. Yeah. Doesn't really seem like having that box benefits me. I'd much rather spend the money I'd spend on that console and upgrading my computer to do the same thing, if not better, right. with more freedom. It just doesn't make sense. I, I think it was an Asus gig or rig. There was like a, a oh yeah, the Asus handheld. Yeah. Okay, so th- th- that this is essentially yeah. an answer to the Steam Deck, yeah. not necessarily the Steam Box. The screen is supposedly superior. It is graphically more powerful. And graphically more powerful. But the hardware to maintain that is not built well, mm-hmm. so it heats. Terrible, or it it vents and cools terribly, and it locks up a lot because it gets overwhelmed with the amount of power it can put out. Uh, It reminds me of the Game Gear a little bit, a little bit, a little bit Game Gear vibes. It's like it's a powerful machine, way more powerful than the Game Boy, just regular Game Boy. Might be like, but couldn't handle it for the form factor alone. It might be worth it. That Steam Deck is so bulky and clunky. It is compared to this. Yeah, but it's like if that's your gaming machine, then that's fine. You could set it up on a counter and hook it up TVs. Yeah, it's good for someone. It brought up it's perfect for landing. If you yes. want to land, bring a bring yeah, that Steam thing. Steam deck, yeah. yeah, Steam Deck. That's fine. Nice. Fucking Game Gear had fucking four <laughs> double A batteries. Oh Remember shit. that? Just Damn. bam, bam, bam. Or it was like Fuck. fucking the multiple. Game Gear was six. I know that. Was it six? It was yeah. six. Okay. Game Gear Game was Gear. six, actually. Okay. Yeah, three and three. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It was, it was a powerhouse. <laughs> it got so hot. Yeah. So hot. But damn, was it one of the damn, dopest versions of Sonic? It. I dug it. Yeah. Oh, it was so you crisp. Had the kite? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the sound yeah. was so crisp. Yeah, the color was so, was so crisp. It that felt so. The was amazing. So modern. You felt like you're in the future. You're like, yeah. Yeah. And then you play, like, what was it? The Virtual Boy. And you're like, oh, this is garbage. <laughs> this is garbage. We're in the oh, past. I was wrong. <laughs> uh, so we're going into uh, Act 3. What are you, what are you expecting? What, uh, what, are you, what are you excited for? I'm excited to chew through Act 3 slowly and digest every conversation, loot everything. It's been, it's been a nice stroll to get to this point. But I feel like we have all the gear. We have all the levels. We have everything. We have a strategy. I think we can take on Act 3 with a pretty good amount of 
effort, but not overwhelming effort. And so I, I'm looking for a fun challenge and a payoff storyline because there's so many storylines. There there's are. so many there options. So, so, many so I think regardless, we'll find even if we don't like it, we'll Scooby Doo that shit, reload, and then do the ending we like. Yeah. Let's just do the ending where we kill everybody. Just yeah. Because yeah. that's what we've done so far. We're murder hoboing all yeah. over the place. The darker Georgian literally builds your character around. Oh, I'm just possessed by this urge to murder. So mm-hmm. now you can guilt free murder everybody because you're like, I just role play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not broken on the inside. It's just fun. No, I'm kick good. this guy off this cliff now. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Stomp. Oh, it's a funny yeah, game. It's a good game. Yeah. I highly check highly recommend checking it out mm-hmm. if you haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, yeah I'm excited for You could play it for game. years now. Yeah. I'm this is one of the few games I could come back to. There's so many options, so many yeah. different storylines. I know there's a mod coming out where you could do an actual true version of solo like no no oh, actual like no pre-made st- side characters lizelle no no okay. none of those it's actual just you okay yeah. all companions removed all companions okay. removed that's so that, that'd be a fun one to do yeah 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 because then uh-huh. you have to be on your shit yeah probably have like a lot of summons like you have skeletons and animals and then you like technically have the the group again yeah but yeah that will be interesting. Legs uh, on that game, and they'll go forever. Yeah, we might be talking about this again. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Probably when we finish. Yeah, we'll um, give our final recap. We'll let you know. Yeah. Um, but that'll do it for us uh, this week. Uh, be sure to check out freespeechgeek.com. Uh, we recently released our Gay Geeks and Where to Find Them video from a panel at comic-con 2023 um check out this clip from the video danny this is a good one oh come on <laughs> optimus prime eh? why is this a gift it's so if any of you know uh hasbro partnered with robosan which is a company that makes robots and they did this trans this optimus prime that when you go, hey, Optimus Prime, it goes, great. Come on, video. Oh, this shit. computer can't handle 4K video. No. Oh, shit. And it does transform automatically. Come on, buddy. I believe in you. And Kevin Smith did the, did the video showing it and all of that. And then and I sent him a text. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my God. That Optimus Prime is amazing. And he goes, you want it? And I was like, what? Kevin Smith? You just texted me Kevin Smith? Did you see how he just Did you see how he just name dropped? I'm sorry, hold on. I picked that one again. Kevin is, he writes on a show that I produce, so that's how I do that. So go check that out on the YouTube channel. Is that supposed to be Rogue down there? Like, But if Rogue was in an X-Men movie produced by John Waters? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. No, not Rogue. It's, uh... That's not Rogue? Poison Ivy. Oh, that's Poison... Oh, Poison oh, Ivy. Okay. Dazzler. Oh. Oh. Yes. Okay, the Dazzler, I can see. Yes. I thought for sure with that hair and then that kind of vest. Okay. But yes. Yes. <laughs> so Poison Ivy, if it was a standalone movie made by John Waters. Okay. Yes, exactly. I'd you're you're, you're on, it, on it. Uh So go check that out on our YouTube channel along with Podcast of X and other videos. Uh, but that'll do it for this, this week. Um, be sure to poke all the buttons and uh, touch all the things. Um, that all the algorithms like and and whatnot and um, um, Danny, any words of wisdom to leave the people? 
Yeah, just avoid those Funyun flavored chips. Fucking Funyuns. If man. you want sour cream no. and onion, just go for it. No, yeah. You want Funyuns, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> don't need to overlap them. It's the only wisdom I can impart to you, Pete. Wise words. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. If you love this podcast, we have a lot more content over at freespeechgeek.com. We have upcoming convention coverage, news about your favorite weeb shit. We also do in depth takes. Like, are some fans more religious than Christians, Jews, and Muslims? Spoiler alert, yes, some of you crazy people are. All that and more over at freespeechgeek.com. Go check it out, you psychopaths.